Right. What's going on, guys? Uh, episode seven. Ha! Got it right this time. Seven? I, think. I don't know. Now you're making me question myself. <laughs> I'm pretty sure last one was six. Episode seven of the Dome Broadcast. Maybe eight. Your hosts, Robbie Dom, Bobo, Niznax, Nick. Um, we're coming to you live from the city of. What? <laughs> you don't know that from the Drake song? No. Oh my god. What anyway, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Ah. Um, no, but uh, there's not really much news this week as far as gaming kind of a goes. Week. Yeah, kind of a boring week. Um, but we're gonna try to come up with shit to talk about. Um, keep you guys entertained. Um, what was it that we were gonna? Oh, we today what should we we're start off with. About... Season of the Drifter for Destiny, mm -hmm. where you guys are. Uh, what else? We we're going to talk about Sword and Shield more, because we think we talked about it last week. What else? We just talk. We don't listen to our own podcast, so we have no idea what we talk about. Uh, <laughs> it just comes to us, and we spit it and out. And the VR. Oh, yeah, Nintendo Labo. Yeah. And the uh, PlayStation <laughs> streaming to iOS. Yep. Cool. Uh, I guess we'll start off with Season of the Drifter to get it out uh, out of the way. Um, we've been playing a lot of it. There's Nex and I uh, on our streams. Um, we're live now. <laughs> Shout out to Pay Money Wubby. Um, well, the internet's been good, so yeah, yeah, we've been we've been streaming more and been on more. Okay. Um, but yeah, I guess Season of the Drifter. I guess we can go back to Season of the Forge, um, which they dropped the Black Armory, um, which was kind of like a PvE kind of horde mode, like a mini horde. Yeah, I would say so. Thing that they dropped. Um, I wasn't too excited about that drop after it, it came out. It was it kind of was like a lukewarm. Like, it did add a lot of content, for sure. I don't... Um, I didn't see the content, though, for me. Like, personally, I felt like we only did, like, a handful of forges, I felt like, and I... It was just... Well, by content, I'm talking about, like, weapons. It added, like, well, pinnacle. Yeah, maybe weapon-wise, but that's about it. Grind. That was the whole purpose of it, was yeah. just to make your own weapons. That, I mean, make your own weapons. But, yeah. I don't know. I didn't I didn't do too much of it. I didn't find it very necessary. So, how are you liking ones. Season of the Drifter so far? Um, Season of the Drifter is going good so far. It started on the 5th, so we were able to start kind of exploring. Like, yeah, so it hasn't even been a week since it's been out yet. Yeah. Um, But... Gambit Prime is a, a cool new twist on Gambit itself. Yeah, and then the new Arcadia private matches in, Gam in Gambit. So yeah. you're able to create your own maps, um, invite up to, I think, what, eight people now? You can have yeah, a whole fire team. Your whole squad can actually be up against yeah. each other now. Um, and you can kind of pick and choose what aspects of Gambit that you liked, um, and you can add it into the game, and you can remove some as well. So I thought that was pretty cool. So, I mean, for all those people that want to join the clan, <laughs> you can put them to the test through Gambit Prime yeah. or whatever. Um, I've never been, uh, f like, a big user of private matches in games in general. Like, even in Call of Duty or Halo or whatever. Well, Halo was different. I was going to um, say, Halo would have probably later. been the best one. Yeah, but custom games, like, in a Call of Duty type game where you don't... All you can edit are the settings. Yeah. Um... Just like in Destiny with Gambit and uh, Crucible private mm -hmm. matches. Um, it's been whatever for me. Like, cool, you can come up with something fun, I guess. 
But like in Halo, it's different because you have like the forge, and you literally create a whole map for yourself. That's yeah. what I like. And you about can come it, up yeah. with cool game modes and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but I've just never really been a fan of um, of custom games, and I understand why people want them for to be able to customize it and have fun or whatever. Well, I think it's clan cool. matches, Maybe things if, like that. You know, people who want to have a competition within their house or like have a lot of friends. That's a good competition. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I understand why people want to do it. I'm just yeah. saying, I've never personally been that's like holding your own super smash bros tournament at your home yeah <laughs> the only thing that i've ever done in custom matches is like one like no scope battles yeah those oh, are like yeah fun. those are fun no scope, yeah stuff like that um but yeah i mean it's cool that they added it um definitely something that should have been there for a while um i understand maybe why gambit wasn't in there but crucible should have been in there for a while um yeah it should have been yeah there. We had they then they dropped the reckoning, which is kind of like an end game. Mm, it's I don't I still don't understand what it is. I mean I understand that we go in, you deposit a it's kind of like the blind well you deposit a a tier that you want to do. So yeah. the first week we could only do tier one essentially is what it, it was. It was a a lower moat. You create this moat in order to I don't know. Do you have to submit a moat in order to? Just do it? No, that's just to get a reward at the end. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense then. Well, okay, well... A specific reward. Well, the moat is created based on if you want to be a reaper, an invader, uh, a sentry, or a collector. What are we talking about? These are different armor sets so what Bungie, what you are. What Bungie realized in Gambit is that people play specific roles. Okay. So, like, you'll be the collector of moats. I'll be the person who invades... Nicole will be the one who kills the ads to drop the moats, and, and then, then someone will be there guarding the, the area. They just um, gave them official names yeah. and official uh, color-coded armor yeah. that glows. So now, like, I'm I'm mostly an invader, so I go and invade and kill the enemy team. Mm -hmm. um, so now they have armor and stuff and specific perks tailored to someone who plays invader. Uh, okay. So it's kind of like you, you're assuming a role like an Overwatch but for gambit which is it's pretty neat too because once you get into the gambit lobby you can kind of see ahead of time like who you're going up against mm -hmm. uh, okay. which i think is cool but not only that you can customize the gear not not just to being that sole thing you can be multiple things and have those different multiple types of armor uh, on in okay. different colors yeah so it's tied to bounties so it's essentially you get like an invader bounty like you'll go to drifter buy an invader bounty it'll say like kill 16 opposing guardians and then that'll it'll drop it'll drop a, a reaper uh, invader synth is what it's called and it's just like a, a, like a little a coin. coin yeah you turn that into a moat you put it into this thing and then you go into the reckoning which is the end game uh it's in the nine uh so essentially just unknown space gambit into into another pillar of of uh, the game yeah. yeah yeah so <clears throat> Initially going into the Reckoning, it's uh, obviously the Nine. It's like the end of the Trials, you know, where you got to go in and you got to see her in that giant form. Yeah. It was in that area. Um, so once you go in, you're just basically killing ads. Um, as far as I know, the Tier 1 was pretty easy, as long oh, as people okay. aren't continuously dying. Um, so but just... it's just a bunch of ads until you get to a bigger ad that you need to kill within a time frame. Oh, that's, that's it. But that was so... so that was kind of <laughs> what Bungie learned... Yeah. What Bungie learned is, and they got smart, they learned that if they drop an expansion and drop all the content for that expansion on that day, everyone's going to grind it out and be bored. Yep. Yeah. So now they're trickling stuff week so, by week. Like so yesterday was the first day of the tier two. Of yeah. The so they dropped tier one when it launched. 
They dropped tier two yesterday. That's interesting. They're okay. gonna drop tier three in a week. So, so they've they gone away with the with their original like, roadmap. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, they laid out a roadmap for this year, but they've gone away with the Destiny one style of Expansions, we're dropping all this content at once. Expansions, yeah. comments. Yeah. Like yeah. That. We're dropping all this content at once. It's still a bulk of content at the beginning. Like you can still play Gambit Prime. There's still a bunch of new quests to do and in each pinnacle free? activity. Now, that's the thing. It says work? that on April 6th through May 6th, the revelry is free to all players. Which I don't understand what that means exactly. Revelry. What is that standing for? Are they talking about the whole thing? We don't know. We don't know what the revelry is. Where does it say that? There. Yeah, cool. we don't know what that is. Hey, April 6th to May 6th? Yep. They're, a... they're waiting okay, for so the people April who want... April 16th to May 6th. The people who paid oh, for okay. it, they're giving them a chance to get the weapons and stuff before everybody else does. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um. So this was part of a season pass? Yes. Essentially, yeah. yes. How much was that? $34.99. Yeah, 35 And bucks. that was for Three a year. Three different expansions. The Forge, and then now we have the season Joker's Season of the Wild, Drifter, and then the and next then... one is Season of Opulence. Yes. So there's stuff for people who don't want to pay in those seasons. There's content still. So you're still yeah. able to play Gambit. You're just not able to do all the extra Gambit stuff. Yeah. Okay. So like those armor sets you guys were just talking about, that's not... No, they will not be able to do that, only... I think, until the whatever the rec the revelry is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Gambit Prime, though, like how are you feeling about the new style, the fast-paced Gambit that we're used to in the three matches versus just one full long match? I prefer it better because I think that it made, previously, it made Gambit not worth it to me. Where I could I could go into, let's say, I start, oh, I I start the week's reset, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I need my powerful gear opportunity. Am I going to run uh, three Crucible matches, which are going to take maybe like eight minutes game. each? Yeah. Or am I going to run a Gambit match where we could tie, go into the third round, and end up spending 25 minutes on a match? Yeah, that was the most annoying part, I would say, because yeah. it felt like you were doing really good, and then your team could also, like... Problem. Yeah, it could kill you at the very end, which yeah. I found that that was quite an issue it's with even Gambit. It's even worse than a MOBA, to be fair, because in a MOBA, like Overwatch or, or um, even right. probably Smite, like, you're not grinding for a weapon like in destiny yeah. like in destiny you're grinding to get powerful gear you're grinding to get good weapons to fight other people you know so if you take time in a gambit weapon. match that takes 25 minutes that's just taking you even longer to get out there and actually get the stuff that you want yeah. you know what i mean so so with prime it's it's a lot more fast paced you're going through you're killing the enemies you're getting your moats quickly as possible you have to collect 100 yeah. moats deposit them um, that's another thing. Depositing is an issue because the next team that, or if the opposing team does deposit, they can send in these blockers that actually take your moats, um, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. So that kind of switches up the game. Yeah, they added new mechanics since you played. So they added that um, I, if you put a lot of small blockers, those small blockers will start stealing the moats from the bank. Um, then the perks as you get. <clears throat> so tier one is you get tier one perks, which makes uh, sense. Tier two, you get more. Tier two perks. No, there's like six tiers, so it's, it's you yes. can mix and match. So oh, okay. the tier one perks, I'll give you plus one to the perk okay. or tier one armor. Tier two armor gives you plus two. So if you have a tier one and that like a tier one head and a tier one chest, or a tier two head and a tier one chest, that's three. three. Yeah. Yeah. So which I thought was pretty neat. As you break these things, you get more perks pertaining to your role it, and your style of play. Doesn't that make it kind of busted though? Because what if you play against a team that's brand new? 
and they all have. Gifts. I think though that they're they they are very good about matching you up to people who are within the same ranking as you. Yeah, they said they added um, skill based. Yeah, they said they added skill based matchmaking on on it. That's kind of air. But I mean, we have it. No I one mean, knows you yet. may play yeah. your Tier first game against some people plus, that are like trash you, and they just completely shit on your form. Yeah, tier two happened. But the perks, I mean, the perks aren't game breaking. Like yeah, they're not an invader, good. for example, if you get the highest tier perk on your invader set, you you go in and invade, and if you hang around the bank, you you'll start shoot. taking moats. Oh, okay. So it's not broken. It's like just that's just like oh shit. shit, yeah. Oh shit, they're taking moats. Let's go kill them. They're not them. making it to where they're almost invincible. Oh, yeah, okay. it's yeah. not like that. I'm like I'm still curious as to like what those perks are going to pertain to the other ones because we know what the invader does, but I don't know about the collector, the sentry, or the collector. Reaper. You're allowed to collect twenty in bank a big. Mo oh, a big okay, guy. so a giant. Yeah. moat. that's awesome. Yeah, I don't so know what, what the other ones. Do we do, know though. what that blocker is going to be? No, not yet. Imagine um, it's probably a giant ogre. So it's kind of cool. They definitely changed Gambit. They to added the, more nuance. Yes. Yeah. But what I don't know is they're investing so much time in Gambit. Oh, when if you look, no, if you look into the story of Gambit, like it's gonna come to an an end because we don't know what's like it. The lore behind it, like mm. Drifter, is this guy. He's a rogue light bearer, right? He is experimenting in, so this goes back to your gripe with uh, Forsaken. Um, you said, why don't they kill everyone's ghost when they bring it out? Just like Cade's, Cade's yeah. ghost got sniped, bam, it was done. So, what came in the lore with Season of the Drifter is someone provided the, thorn, the scorn with a single bullet Oh my god. That was oh, a weapon of sorrow based bullet. Oh, that's so dumb. <laughs> that is so... I guess they had to come up with I'd, something. I'd rather they just shoot the fucking ghost and they got lucky, <laughs> to be completely honest with you. Because that's so contrived. <laughs> no, how is it contrived? That's so contrived. How? That someone pointed out to the to the writing team. They're hey, like, hey, this doesn't make this sense. This doesn't make sense. And they're like, fuck, how do we make this make sense? <laughs> that's what happened. I mean. Yeah, but it makes sense. I guess, but do we know where that bullet came from? That's what, we're, what, that's what they're figuring out. out. Exactly. Well, what they said it made it's of? made out of. They said they said what it's made out of already. What, is what it was out? it? It's made out of uh, oh, the same thing uh, that makes like... the bullets. No, the same thing that makes the bullets in the thorn and malfeasance. It's the uh, it's a weapon of sorrow. It was created by the hive. So whisper of the worm is a weapon of sorrow. Um, Why don't those instant kill ghosts? Listen, wait. Whisper of they can. Whisper of the worm is a weapon of sorrow and. Um, touch of malice after uh oryx died so a weapon of sorrow is it is a a deep dark hive power yeah. right that they have to <clears throat> that's it's it's all based around the sword logic which is what hive uh thrive on and what they seek to obtain which is what um oryx sought to obtain and what zol whisper of of a, or the worm of a thousands whatever um, the guy you killed but didn't really kill? Yes. Yes. Now that he wanted to be killed. Okay. Because just like Oryx just wanted to be killed. Mm -hmm. so because so they can be they can live eternally as a weapon of destruction. Yeah. So that's the whole point. Oryx wanted you to kill him so he could become the touch of malice and live forever as a weapon. Right? Whisper or Zold Will of a Thousands wanted to die to become Whisper, Whisper of the Worm, of the worm. Mm -hmm. to live forever. 
and destroy light, essentially. So, Drifter is a dredgen. Now, Dredgen, Yor, and Shin Malfur are the old, one of the oldest stories in Destiny. It's the good versus evil, Thorn versus the last word, mm -hmm. right? Shin Malfur created the uh, last word in order to kill uh, rogue light bearers or guardians that don't follow the, don't follow the, the ways of the, of the traveler and the way of light and the rules of the vanguard. That's now, what Thorn was Dredgen, Yor dabbled in the hive sword logic in yeah. order to create a weapon of sorrow that could do the amount of damage to people that he wanted to do to kill essentially which was thorn right drifter is interested in that tech is interested in the sword logic and he's yeah. interested in creating weapons would you say the hive <laughs> is the strongest entity it's what it that, seems uh, like. It seems like at, at the, the end Guardians of the day, fight? it seems like that seems to be the, the one strongest. that keeps coming back as the one that we're fighting yeah, the most. Yeah, so it's not the hive. Yeah, so the hive, the, if you think about... They're the biggest enemy. They're the As prime, far as lore goes, yeah. No, no. The darkness, the darkness. Well, yeah, is the biggest enemy. As far as tools that the darkness uses, it's the seems. hive is the one... Who creates... The hive are the one that we see because there's the nine... Who are obviously agents of the darkness. Obviously, when I yes. say obviously. Zer helps you. Just, but just, they yeah. don't want him to help us. He yeah. comes on his own and that's why he changes spots every week. Because he doesn't want them to know where he is. No, that's not true, I don't think. What I think is... is we, I mean, we obviously don't know a lot about the Nine right. yet. But, I wonder why. Um, because obviously they're saving it for like Destiny 3 or whatever. Oh yeah, I'm sure they are. That's um, what we said about Destiny 2. <laughs> So, well, no, the nine wasn't even in. Oh, it was just uh, Zer. That's it. Yeah, just an agent of the They're nine. gonna expand on it in Destiny too. Um, but the nine, <clears throat> the nine of those ships that you see at, at the, the end, end of the campaign, of the base campaign, that they're lurking in the in the in the shadows, in beyond space, yeah, or beyond the whatever space that we're in, or whatever. Um, which is what people <laughs> thought Forsaken was gonna be about. Now, yeah. Yeah, so I think the hive dabbled in the darkness, in in and that's where well, the, the sword lar the is, sword logic is. The hive is just like the fallen, right? They were are, are there a species that was once no. touched by the light. No, no, the hive are one of the oldest species in the universe. They were, <clears throat> they were a a normal species that was developing or whatever. Woken the hive. Um, <laughs> their leaders were Oryx, or uh, Arash, whatever the other one's name is. Savathun, their parents, yeah. right? The dad made a deal because the the darkness came and was going to take over their planet. Yeah, and the the dad was like, "I'm the king here. I don't. I I want to rule. Yeah. So we'll make you a deal. We'll serve you guys if you give us the power to rule me and my family. Bam. Then they became the worm gods. So the worm gods are the the darkness. Oh, okay. yeah. They made a deal with the worm gods in order to survive, yeah. essentially. And become the rulers. So that's where the worm gods are. Zol, Will of a Thousands, was a worm god. But they follow that sword logic of wanting to live forever in the form of a power. Um, I don't know what the, the, why it's called that. I don't know off the top of my head. They don't turn into swords. No, it's. I mean, it's just like, I don't know what the definition of it is, but it's like an idea. Did that flicker? It did. <laughs> it's like an idea, not necessarily a... Like uh, an exact so definition who named of sword it logic. Sword logic. I think that's what the guardians call it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, um, but anyway, back to Drifter. 
So Drifter is dabbling in this, right? Right. He's trying because he's afraid. So there's the followers of Dredgen, Yor, and the, the followers people, of Shin Malfur, the right? People who made Thor and yes. Last Word, respectively. Exactly. So Drifter was a Dredgen. So he was a so he fo- he was a follower of Dredgen Yor. So he believed in the in the darkness and in its powers and its abilities, right? So the people of Dredgen Yor are rogues. Yes, they're rogue light bears. Okay, got yeah. It. Now, Shin Malfur, or the man with the golden gun, that's what he's called because he was one of the first guardians to wield the golden gun, which is the last word. And that's why golden gun, when you pop golden gun, it's a last word. So weird. Yeah. So he is was going down and killing the followers of Dredgen. Yor. Yeah. Drifter was afraid of that, of dying, obviously. So he enlisted us to help him create Malfeasance, which is a weapon that he thought would be powerful enough to defend himself. This is, Malfeasance is who? Malfeasance is a gun. Isn't, is it a sorrow? It's, a, it's capable of Becoming. shooting bullets. Oh my god, this is, this is so fucking stupid, okay? That Drifter is trying, so Drifter's just trying to create weapons that could help him defend himself, yeah. right? So, he's dabbling in creating these weapons. There's a recording, <clears throat> so there's a Honor is a warlock. She's, you know, do you know the story about the warlocks? Oh my god, we're just digging a deeper hole mean? into the lore. So warlocks are, there's warlocks, titans, and hunters, obviously, yes, in yes. Destiny. Warlocks are the ones that are not very... Um, they're scholars. They're... <laughs> yeah, they're not very willing to follow the light or follow the ways of the vanguard yeah like they're very like um they're kind they're, of like science against yeah they're like sciencey they're, they they want to figure it out before they do it whereas hunters are like killers like they just they they want to like yeah. destroy things titans are defenders. like strong defenders yeah they want to help the vanguard and stuff like that so <clears throat> there's a warlock called anor there's like a secret society of these warlocks that Warfares. kind of um it's like a checks and balances yeah god if they could find <clears throat> Put a number to the amount of secret fucking societies. In <laughs> it's like a check checks and balances of the the vanguard. So the they like investigate activities and stuff that the vanguard is doing to make so sure it's the all in check. Police. It's essentially yeah, they're like the FBI of the tower. That's <laughs> so these this do warlock Anor. They have long coats. Well, warlocks do. So. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Are they black? Uh, I don't know. So warlocks. Do they wear sunglasses? Anor is a warlock that is investigating the death of Cade Six. Okay. They pull Cade's ghost's recording, its last recording. It shows the the ghost is analyzing it using the AI tech or whatever. Do you think they have that file that just says because Bungie needed an ad campaign? I don't know. Anyway, so they are... This is stuff that they don't tell you, though, obviously. Like, you have to... It's a lot of Know the lore, you have to read it. Out. Like, Where is this? How is this distributed? Well, Bungie releases it. So every day since the release, yeah, to the lore that they released to you. Yeah. Yes. So every day since we started the new campaign or the new Joker's Wild uh, season, yeah. uh, every day that we've logged into the tower, we've gotten a letter from Anor. Yeah. Anyway. So they said that they scanned I don't know it. This is a lore they put into the actual campaign of Forsaken. It's lore that they had to. No, there. Well, there the campaign is. of Forsaken was. Cade dies. Go find, go kill him. Yeah. That was the campaign for a second. Like it's not about. Um, that. This, this is the aftermath of yeah. that. So <clears throat> they're doing the investigation. They find out that it was a we- uh, bullet 
that had the technology of a weapon of sorrow that killed Cade's ghost, right? And they enlisted the rifleman because he was the most accurate scorn shot shooter or whatever. And he shot that one bullet that was able to kill Kate's ghost. That's it. That's the story. So, okay, but now we go into the season and we see a clip it of the drifter. Why Cade? Why not Cade? He's the most beloved character. Cade was there. Cade, Cade was the one that was always... Um, Why Cade? Listen, Cade was the one that was always getting the prisoners for the Prison of Elders. Oh, that's Always, true. even yeah. since Destiny 1. Cade was the vanguard that would go and capture enemies and put them in the prison. That's why no one liked him. So what is that? That The Scorn were in the prison. The, what never made sense, as far as that story goes to me, because there, there was a very easy conflict of, like, killing characters for the sake of... Uh, what's the word? Like, for the sake of it, is what is what that always seemed to me. Well, Even I, with the lore behind it. I felt like they kind of had to do something big. Sure. Like, like, you know, yeah. But that's, killing a character for that reason alone, it, it's always going to feel, like, weak. Forced, you're yeah. saying? Mm. I don't know. I mean, if they kill that core, if they killed... I'm just saying... If they killed that core, if they killed Zavala, people wouldn't care as much. Yeah. That's just the point of it is. Yeah. But the, I, I can at least give Destiny the, the benefit of at least he's staying dead. Yeah, and not finding a way of coming back. Coming back. Yeah. So I can... At least there's, they're committed to it. For now. Well, that's the same thing with, like, Aldrin. Just like Kamina. Um, yeah. And Gurren Lagan. You know what I mean? With Aldrin, If you're we, gonna kill a character, devote to it. Yeah. We didn't kill Aldrin, per se... But he's coming back as a guardian of light that doesn't remember yeah, I his past. That. And so that's where I find it odd that they can bring back somebody like that. Why can't Cade? Cade was come? already a I guardian. know, but is yeah. it not possible for the ghost to want, or the, no. the traveler to that's want the whole to point, bring him back? Is the, the ghosts find a guardian, they find a dead person, yeah. and they revive them, and that's the pair for life. The, if the guardian dies somehow, or whatever, the ghost dies too. But why Aldrin? Because it's probably just, it, they're trying to be poetic about it. Like a karma almost, yeah. but in a different way. Like he'll make up for it, you know. Mm. What's, what's interesting, uh, have, they, have they talked about who's going to be the new Hunter Vanguard? Not yet, but that's, uh, that's a theme that's uh, uh, going in the okay. background too. So the whole thing is, is that you as the player character did the Aldrin hunting and killing hunt, uh, Aldrin on your own. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're exploring this dynamic in in season of the Drifter, where the nine are inviting you to prove yourself to them. Yeah. Is what they say. You are going to pick a side as there's as a guardian. Now. So you're either going to there's going to be two quest lines. There's going to be one that sides with the Drifter and one that sides with the Vanguard. We don't know what that means. What what's going to happen? But that's what's going to happen. And in that's season. when Thorn's going to come into play. Now. Yeah. Are these people judging your and the the name of the the last word guy. The last word guy. Are they still active? Are they still alive? Shin Malfur they... is still alive. Dredging yours not. Okay, Dredging. But there's followers. So the the interesting thing that they incorporated in this as well is you're able to get a seal, a title, in the game that shows under your name. Yeah. And you're able to get Dredging. Oh really? Yeah. 
So it's like, does that mean like if if people got those titles, maybe they can't side with the Vanguard? Yeah. Because now it's really cool. Now when you go into, I don't have the Dredgen title, but I know people that do. And when you go into Gambit, Drifter will say like, like Dredgen, go get him, or you know what I mean. Like he'll say stuff like that. Whereas with like. The Wayfarer, yeah, but you are. With, yeah, Wayfarer, they don't say shit They're or like whatever. Yeah, or they, he'll be like, brother, like, go get him, brother. Bank those moats, brother, and I'll make you rich. You know what I, I mean? <laughs> well, I think the, the sad part is is your Wayfarer is tied to all three of your characters. No, it's not. I thought it was. Uh-uh. You what, get to pick. What has always annoyed me about Destiny, and it's just grinding games in general, uh, it's how non-personable they are. Because you said right now the Nine wants you to prove yourself to them. Why do you need to prove yourself to anyone? You've killed gods, dude. Yeah. Well, but I mean, you're a god are. killer. So in that interview, in that interview with Anor, she goes, um, she says, so the interview with Anor, she's interviewing, and she's talking to someone who is, we're getting an omniscient view yeah. because it's Bungie writing it. So it's a person who's disguised. They say that they're disguised. So yeah. it's only obvious that it's Drifter. Yeah. Because just the, the description and how he looks and stuff, yeah. you could tell that it's Drifter. They're having a conversation, and he goes, what are you investigating? And she says, I'm investigating the death of Kate Six. And he goes, um, "He goes, why are you investigating that? I thought we found that it was the, the scorn. And then she goes, I'm investigating that it was... Um, a, I'm investigating that it was the hero of the war, which is you, the player character. So he's like... He's like, that's crazy. They'll, um, like, people in the city will have you for that. Like, talking talking shit about the hero of the war, yeah. right? And then she goes, you'll be surprised what the city lets a light bearer get away with, right? So, it, it's like showing that, she says, it's... You still can't play in the city, by the way. Yeah. So, it'll be, you'll, you'll be surprised. Well, Two yeah, games you in, you still can't play in the city. Well, there's that one. Well, there's the... One that the... has you yeah, jumping the, on the roofs. The coolest um, part of the entire... <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, and then she goes, a guardian that's only been wielding the light for, what, like, I think it says 12 months or something like that. She says something like that. Um, So it's like, that's why, I guess. Like, I mean, we think, okay, because we're the players, we killed a god, we killed Oryx, we killed killed multiple gods. We killed Oryx, we killed this and that. But to, I guess, to people... Like, older Guardians, maybe like Zavala, he was there, or, or Shax and Saladin, they were there during the Battle of Twilight Gap when the Fallen first came, and you had no idea who they were. So to them, that was their great war or whatever. So you're still a young Guardian. But they, like, at the end, what, what is And there were people they? always playing with this stuff. Like, um, Eris Morn mm-hmm. was, was always dabbling in and doing this Hive stuff. That's exactly what we don't yeah. know. We still. don't know. And then, did you ever play the mission where you go back into the Prison of Elders and you kill the Varric's servitor? Yeah. So they're saying, um, a fan theory is the reason... Now, the that's the only mission in the whole game where Drifter is talking to you about this mission. Yeah. So he's like, I, like this, the servitor's gone haywire, brother. Like, you need to go in there and you need to destroy it. It's Varric's has left and the prison's under, like, going crazy because, you know, they broke out or whatever. Yeah. Um, now they're saying the reason why Drifter had you do that is because that servitor was recording what actually the deal between him and the Scorn. The Scorn? Yes. So the people are saying he's the one that supplied the bullet. Yeah. Because it says a bullet, the, that's the only person that we know of that's messing around with, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Bizarro. Yeah. So it worked out in Bungie's favor because the Drifter is the coolest character since Cade. Yeah. Like, he's the funniest character. He's interesting. The lore behind him is, is awesome. And now he's the one that might have killed the yeah. only Vanguard that people cared about. Or might not directly, it but indirectly. It will add some much needed character depth to that. To yeah, the game. for sure. The Drifter is one of the most interesting characters in Destiny. Because yeah. he's for so sure. elusive. You yeah. don't know how he even became. But that's what I'm do saying. Do you know what kind of guardian is he? He's a guardian, right? Or he's like a, he's a light bearer. So does that he's mean he a, he's falls a light bearer. under the guardian light? He's a rogue light bearer, but yeah. So is he a hunter? No, he. Um, I would say he was a hunter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would say he's a hunter. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to distinguish what he is, because he's kind of... You never see him fight or anything? No, yeah. he's just there. But I would, uh, just his, the way he his looks. demeanor? Yeah, the yeah. way he looks and everything. Yeah, they always have a pretty similar art style. Yeah. Like, I mean, Zavala, Zavala and Shaxx look, like, yeah. look alike. You Hunters know are I mean? slim, Titans are bulky, Warlocks are mangy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I would say he's a hunter. It's interesting playing, uh, or just... Seeing how Destiny, how those three archetypes are pulled from just, like, they're the most common three, I'd say. Yeah. You even see it in games like Apex, or you see it in games like Mass Effect, where it's, like, there's the regular soldier, Titan, there's the elusive, like, quick guy, Hunter, and then there's the The one with the magic. The magic. Yeah. It's the same, like, three core. Yeah. In any game you play, honestly. Um, I don't know if we talked about when Drifter goes to talk to the Nine. Oh, yeah. So, so, um, so are the Nine, the Nine are active <clears throat> darkness agents. That's what we, yeah. That's agents, what we know yeah. of, agents. sort of. So why aren't they actively trying to kill you as a, as a light user? I think they want people on their side. I think that the Guardian... Because the darkness, the darkness has never... We've never seen the actual darkness. We've only ever seen agents of the darkness. Yeah. You're two games in. You're how many years deep? The darkness isn't seem, seeming like an enemy at this point. Well, yeah, exactly. I think that... I think it's just, like, light. I, like, it's just, like... Is it this, t- this, di- this stupid fucking typical tropey shit where it's the darkness isn't always dark? The light isn't always light. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Essentially. That's what I Finding think it is. Finding the good and the bad. I yeah. think that the Hive and, like, Oryx and stuff like that, they were the bad, dark wielders. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think that there's bad light wielders, I guess. I don't know any we... that I could think of. Yeah. But well, what's his face? I, the the whole thing, since, since Forsaken, the whole thing has been... There's been this sort of dynamic in the background that's like the guardians are, or you as the as the guardian are going against the vanguard. Yeah. Right. You're kind of making your own decisions. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the the vanguard is are two people. One of them's useless. Two both of them are useless. I wouldn't say that they're just two people. It's like a. a yeah, but you never see like a council. You never see you see Zavala. You Z- see Ikora. I know you feel like Zavala is the council. Zavala is the dude. He's like the leader. Yeah, and I he, can see that. You literally go against everything he says always, and he's just like, okay. I know. He's like, okay, Guardian. <laughs> I'll go with you. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. Actually, so. I won't go with you. I'll just stay in my chair in my tower. <laughs> so maybe it's... It just seemed like it's... um. I don't know. They, they are... I, I understand the want to expand your universe and expand outward, but Destiny's problem has always been... The foundation has always been kind of lifeless. 
like I I can understand the Drifter being a cool character and him having character depth and they're expanding on that. That's cool. But Cora and Zavala are still two cornerstones of your foundation. They're both boring as shit. Um. And Cade. Cade by the end of Destiny Two was boring as shit too. Yeah. Boring as shit. Yeah. He was just a token funny guy. So I can understand the one to kill him. Yeah, but so the the thing that Destiny struggles with is that if you, it's just like near Automata. If you play that first playthrough and you end the game, like okay, the game was fun. Yeah. If you play that second playthrough and you end the game, okay, that that was a cool, interesting side yeah. point. You play that third playthrough and you're like, holy shit. Like, this changes the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I understand. Destiny needs that third playthrough. No, Destiny has that third playthrough, but it's not told to you in the game. You have to find uh, it. It's the fucking grimoire. It's the lore, yeah. It's uh, the lore behind it. Because you learn about Ikora, and you learn about Zavala, and the battles that they've gone through, and, and what they need what happened and, is, like, a prequel. And Yeah, exactly. A Nick, like, like a... But and there's you, no way for them to do that without taking you away. Like, taking away the mob, the, the yeah. grindy, the... Yeah. What they need to do is... An anime. I, that's, <laughs> that's what it is. Ew. <laughs> Can you imagine? They need to... Make a movie. Bungie needs to set a, I think, a DLC aside and say this is not multiplayer, this is only single player. And play, it's a flashback. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know, it seems like they're pretty good with the damn lore. And then there's people who have built careers on YouTube Just telling debatable. people that lore. I don't know, because it's confusing. In I've tried looking at the lore. Making just, bank. just strictly looking at the lore online, and it to me, it doesn't make sense. There's it's, just too they, much. They speak... A, they speak like they're fucking Shakespeare. Yeah. Not always, but yes. Most, Most of the time. time. If they're a warlock, depends, they're It depends on who it's about, yeah. If, they're, if it's a warlock, they're talking about Shakespeare. If it's a... Hunter, it's mysterious for no reason. And if it's a uh, Titan, they sound like they're dumb. Half the time. So, uh, the, the lore is different. Sometimes it's being told to you as a story. Sometimes it's a conversation between two yeah. people. It's just very lazy to not be able to work lore into... It's not lazy, though. It's be It's... It seems like it's a lot of work because the lore is, is so well written. Like it's what? Like, let me bring up. Let me bring up an I'm, example. I'm sure it's a. They have a team that's specifically devoted to making. This oh, Oh, one hundred percent. So why do you go to Reddit though to see the lore? That's it's because not, someone that's broke it down okay. for you. No, it's just easy to find. That's not okay though. A game should be. It should have a system in place where all the lore is collected for you. You shouldn't have to. So find it if you outside. go in through the triumphs, um, you can see some of the lore, but it's not all of it. They need yes, you it. can. You press triangle and it shows you the whole story. Oh, it does? Yes. Hmm. It's, it's, it's like a codex system then? Yes. And it works well? Yes. It tells you everything you want to know? Yep. Okay. That's okay then. They even have stuff tied to it, like titles in game and stuff tied to getting all of it. Really? Yeah. If you want it. That's good though. Okay, they're actually, they're making it into a pretty good experience then. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm... They've definitely... Why? What are you looking for? Because I have them here. Um, it's, upgraded it? It's definitely gone better than the days of having to go on the computer. And go and, and look up find these. it, yeah. yeah. Um, it's still not told directly to your face. Um, Which is, uh, admittedly, a weakness. Yes. 
it's it's a, a weakness, but it also I can understand how it. There's some stuff that you wouldn't be. It adds a layer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It adds a layer to separate the normies from the, the diehards. Normies. Yeah, but it's also which is okay. Um, there's some stories that they can't tell in the game because you're. That's okay. It's like um, Mass Effect. How you know about uh, Shepard? How he had that mission that went that went bad. Yeah, and you never experienced that, but it's told you. Or pre- been... what are they called? Praetorians or whatever. Yeah, the, the first race. Yeah. The first. Well, that's all race. for the Mass Effect one. Yeah. Um, it's not ever shown to you. It's stuff you have to go out of your way to look. But the thing is, there is what Mass Effect does so well in its first trilogy is that it's lore that is only add-on. It does not take away from the experience for you to not know it. Yeah. I think Destiny, there is a large part of it. If you don't know what the ha- what is going on, you are completely lost. Completely. I, yes. I don't think that you're completely, you're completely lost story-wise, but yeah. you can play the game and enjoy it just yeah. the same. There's people out there who have no fucking idea what they're playing. Yeah. And they enjoy playing Gambit or they enjoy playing that's, PvP. That's okay, but I think that's a... A weakness in the story. Yeah. And the storytelling. Not the story, but the telling of it. Yeah. And they definitely have gotten better telling stories yeah. through missions and, and stuff fire. like that compared to Destiny 1. There are things that, because it is a MOBA-like shooter, not MOBA, sorry, a uh, MMO-like shooter, there are weaknesses that you just can't get away from. Yeah. Like the fact that it's always you doing stuff, that it's, even though you're a hero of the war, they still send you to go <clears throat> kill two fucking dregs in the middle of nowhere yeah like there's stuff the there's weaknesses in the overall archetype of the game but back to what i was talking about originally the reason why i brought up this point is there that drifter vanguard conflict is coming to a head yeah. right so i don't know how they're going to keep gambit going after that lore wise i'm sure they just have someone else replace him if he dies if he dies who knows what happens or, um, or they have they it's simple they just say it's a recording yeah he left a recording before he died. So yeah. Gamma never has to end. So, stuff like that is um, good. But the the story that they're coming up with, or these reasons that they're coming up with it, are, are, are interesting. That's um, good. They're keeping the content fresh. If they were to say, we are launching Destiny 3 this time, or in six months or so, would you buy it day one? Yes. You would? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll give them... Yeah. I enjoyed Destiny 1 at the beginning. At the beginning? At the beginning. Wow. Um, I didn't... Two weeks in, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. But at the very... But the, the, the original the story, fresh out of the box, was... Um, like, it was a good story. Yeah. Uh, it was... It was decent, anyway. It wasn't... I mean, it wasn't groundbreaking. Like, yeah. Lo- uh, not lore-wise, but... Storytelling-wise, it wasn't groundbreaking, but... It was it was better than anything that we got in D one. You yeah. know what I mean? Um but it was just the end game stuff that was lacking and I think that they learned they, they made up for they it. They learned from it, yeah. Okay. And I think that was a lot of pressure from Activision as well. Um make the game easier for people. The casual. Yeah. The I casuals, mean, yeah. Yeah. Um Destiny Battle Royale win. Never, hopefully. Um Would you say Destiny's your favorite overall franchise now? No. Really? It's up there for sure. Like, it's definitely up there. You put a lot of I time love in the lore. to say, nah, it's your favorite. I love really the lore. 
Um, that's just other ones that I hold more dearly, like Pokemon. You know what okay, I mean? Yeah. Uh, or Mass Effect. Like, there's just memories that I like. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, just being a kid, like loving space and all that stuff. Like that's why I like Destiny. You know what I mean? Like I'm just so interested in that stuff. I love the storytelling of it, even if it's not told directly to you. It's still interesting stories yeah. to to read about and learn about. It's a lot of really annoying names. Yeah. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, just like Halo. Yeah, fuck Halo. Fuck Halo's names. Yeah, like Halo's story was was amazing, you know what I mean? Someone tell me Arbiter's name. Go. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. The Arbiter. (laughs) The Arbiter. Um, Arbiter comedy. So what, what keeps you away from playing Destiny? What keeps me away from Destiny? Yeah, someone who doesn't. Hmm. Just like I it's a curious. very deep pit in order to be able to compete with those who are already down at the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> of the pit, it is for sure. It is the grind to get to where you are right now. I would say I personally don't think it's worth it. Well, they added. So if you if you own the annual pass, they added. I think there's six bounties to Drifter. And if you complete those six bounties, you get a 640 weapon each. 640 weapon, 640 armor. So you'll be at 640. And what are you at? We, I'm at 657. What? And Gambit New, is light? Gambit's light level. Uh, Gambit Prime is 650. But your light level only counts when you're invading. Yeah, or when someone's invading. Yeah. You. Um... So they made it. They made that accessible at least. Max is seven hundred right now. And to say that, like, or power us grinding yeah. versus people who just start the game makes a difference because I don't think it does uh, when it comes to weapons. Because I've been playing for how long and I've still yet to get the one-eyed mask. Like, yeah, it's, it, just, it's RNG. just RNG. Like, yeah, unfortunately. Well, and I, I think anybody who starts it and wants to spend the... I think the most annoying part, though, is, like, starting Forsaken and having to do all those mini-bosses, essentially, to get through the, the campaign. campaign. Yeah, first like, it's one. just long. I wish you could almost just skip by it if you've already done your first character and you already know what it is, like, you don't want to do it It's always anymore. been that way, though. I know. It's just... It's really... It's definitely a barrier to entry, though. Yeah. <clears throat> For sure. It's, it's okay. I think it's okay. I think if you want to get into it, that's fine. It's just a time sink. Yeah. I mean, games are a time sink. Yeah, not at all. So it's just choosing your time sink, I guess. Yeah. Speaking I of mean... time sinks, Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, before we get on that, I was just talking to her earlier about how, like, I'm like, man, I kind of want to play other games, but Destiny. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it, it keeps you going. It's just like back in... When Overwatch was super popular, it was like, I want to play these other games, but I want to raise my comp. Yeah, SR. Yeah, I want to raise my SR. So it's the same thing. You're just, you're fighting for that SR. You're fighting for the clout. Then in Destiny, you're fighting to get a weapon, hopefully, you know? Yeah, or, hopefully. Or grind. There's there's weapons that you can literally grind for and get and with no RNG. Yeah, yeah, that are really good. So. And that's part of, like, why the Black Armory was so big for certain people. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely a good system. RNG only is not okay. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I guess that's it for Destiny. That's it. Um, Would you say Destiny is in its best state right now? 
that it's ever been? Or would you say Destiny 1 mid-Taken King was better? I think they still have some learning to do, to be honest. I mean, I feel like this new season, they're dropping it in such a way that is not what it was before. Destiny 2 as a game right now is in a better place than Destiny 1 ever was. Taken King. But they're missing that pinnacle, crucible, PvP, trials-like feeling. Like, it, that they don't have that in there right now. And that's what they need. Like, Trials was trials was what made Destiny, Destiny. like, super popular, dude. On streaming platforms, on money-wise, people were making money. Trials was, I, I would say, one of the smartest and best created game modes in any game ever. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree yeah, with you. The skill of the matchmaking was perfect. Yeah. You up against another team that was on the, the same win as you. Yep. And you were just grinding to try to get to you, that lighthouse to get the... The best weapons that were, and they weren't even. They might not even even been good. The weapons that that you got from no, the was, fact that you went, but you got that weapon and good, you showed what it. What was good about them was that they were elemental primaries. Oh yeah, you're right. You're you are right. Yeah. They were element that was just like Vision of Confluence or Fatebringer. Impossible to get out of those. Yeah, but it's it and wasn't. Was, some of them might was, not have even been that, good. No, though. I think that was very important. Yeah. Because if the if the guns weren't good. That sweaty, not worth. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's what well, they're... the gear made it worth it, too. Oh, yeah, the gear you get from regularly playing it and winning it. Yeah. That's what they're, um... That's what they're missing right now. Is that pinnacle PvP. PvE's been getting a lot of love. Like, it's been getting a lot of tuning. But PvP, just, like, they, they have comp, which is... I mean, it's competitive, for sure. But it's not... not it's not trials. It makes me rage, but it's not trials. It's not that, like... You know, Trials was like, Trials was Destiny's Battle Royale. Like, it made people want to watch. Like, yeah. it made people want to see. Like, it was you, you and your f two other people versus the other three people. And you were going to fight to win. It was just who, who was better. And you, yeah, exactly. It was that thing that made your heart beat fast, and you know? And then 1v3 Matador. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then everyone was, freaks out. Yep. You know what I mean? Like those those are the moments that only trials get you. Yeah. There's and nothing like it. Yeah, they they need to bring something like that back to uh, to the pinnacle PVP thing and I don't know why they haven't what? to be honest. When um, last time trials was there was what? Like week 2? <laughs> like something like that? Well, from what we've heard is that they they're not even thinking about bringing it back. They said that they don't feel like what did they say it was something like they don't feel like it fits right now in its current state well because uh the balancing issues because the thing the thing about this that has always been dumb as shit is that pvp and pve are not balanced separately yeah they're balanced together which is the dumbest thing on this earth the dumbest thing on this yeah. earth that's why the um what gun was it uh the mido was so good which sucks, which they should really think about, like, counterbalancing as far as what's good in PvP and what's good in PvE and or swapping somehow. Some I think they've slowly, they've slowly started to do that, though. That's laziness. Because recent buffs, like, for example, Warcliffe Coil, um, like, it got a buff in, specifically, they said PvE damage. Okay. So they're focusing on it. Yeah. So they're. I think they're starting to realize how dumb that is. Yeah. 
It's that real, their rigidity is stupid. Like it's real big dumb. Yeah. Like Jotun should not be that powerful in PvP. Like it shouldn't be. Fuck that gun. What, what is, is that gun? It's, it's a like fusion a, rifle, but it shoots. It's like a, a grenade launcher, but a fusion rifle grenade so, that's being shot at you that traces you. Yeah, so it shoots one high damage and you solar have to tracking. Powered up and everything. What, it's uh, shot and it'll kill you in one hit. Annoying. You can dodge like if you strafe and stuff, but like it's just like you hear it and they precharge it and they shoot you. Not the time I don't even hear you, it; like, it just comes react, around the corner. Oh, okay, so purely reaction based. Yeah. But what made it busted is there's a fucking Titan exotic, where if you get shot, you're so it's called the one eye mask. If you get shot, the Titan exotic tracks you on the map, and it buffs your damage against that person if yeah it buffs your damage against that person it tracks them on the map for it used to be 12 seconds they nerfed it, it used to be 12 seconds tracking on the map buffs your damage against them and if you kill them you and get you your health recovered and an overshield who is making these fucking i don't know but it was the most overpowered fucking shit ever <laughs> and it worked in your super no yeah. way yes no way so if you got shot in your super but you're trying to kill someone, they're already fucking strong as fuck and they're super if you're oh, yeah. a titan. You're trying to shoot them, they kill you, bam, full shields, full health, all the work you just put into them, dead, and they go yeah. and kill your whole team. <laughs> that fucking thing was so overpowered. That's hilarious. But yeah. Along the way are the days of just running around with a matador. <laughs> having fun. They still do it, trust me. It's fucking shoulder annoying. Titans no, have always been The shoulder charging is much worse now. It's the dust rock blues and the chaperone now. Now, you know what? Remember the striker where it was kind of like, you just ground pound? Yeah. The striker one? So now there is the melee, which is still in the striker category, where it's literally like a miniature version of you doing the Superman punch at someone, but in a shorter time frame as a melee. It won't one hit though. Yes, it will. You have to be. You have to hit oh, them bullshit. with it. Oh bullshit! I've gotten hit plenty you, of times you have with that. To hit them with it, like direct impact. Is it and as it's hard. bad as Destiny One shoulder charge? No, because they're still shoulder charge in the game, and it's still OP. It's still it OP doesn't matter. All of all, when almost every hit. shoulder charge is one hit. It's still one hit. Yeah. Yes. I thought it wasn't one hit anymore. No, they changed it they back. They changed it back. No, they fucking. That's yeah. hilarious, dude. That's Titans are crybabies. That's hilarious. Shoulder charging is the dumbest thing, and I used to play Titan. You can kill them though, like especially with Luna's Howl. Luna's Howl will melt him, which is a pinnacle PvP gun. Uh, okay. A shotgun will, will kill him, but it's still there and it's still annoying when you die to it. Um, God, that game. Never, never use. You should get back in. Never use a primary gun. You should get back into it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I guess we'll move on to Pokemon. Yeah. Um, let's talk about it for a little bit. I don't know how long we've been talking for. Seems like a while already. We um, started at like 12.45. Okay. I can tell you the exact time right now. So, 50, 54 minutes ago. Okay. Um, Let's talk a little bit. Yeah. Uh, sort of chill. Um, hopefully it's good. <laughs> and Finn. Mm. <laughs> um, did you, why you, have you guys seen the starters? No. Let me pull them up. I've seen them, but I don't remember. It was the bunny, the, some weird one that reminded me of Froakie. Green, blue, and red. Easy peasy. <laughs> uh, the green guy's a monkey. They already did a monkey. It's a new monkey. It's a green, uh. Uh, grass monkey this time. Grass monkey. What about Chimchar? Chimchar is better than monkey. They've literally done monkey so many times. Yeah, there's a lot of monkey type Pokemon. Yeah, One, uh, Mankey, Primate, so it's Chimchar, Chimchar, 
his evolution line. Um, name one. Name another monkey boy. The um, the elemental types in that one in that one game where it's it's fire sage. Those ones. Yeah. Oh yeah, for me. Uh, yeah. I yeah. know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's one. Simi Sage. That's one, two, three, four more. Are those really monkeys though? But bro, they got tails. There's that one monkey that has a hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has, it has a, a hand. tail. It has a hand. Oh, Apom. Apom. Dude, they got monkeys up ass. Hey, monkeys. There's so, a lot of monkeys in nature. It's these three. They need a light bulb Pokemon. Grokey, Scorbunny, and Sobble. I think Grokey looks like a monkey, but I think not it's Grokey. Microwave Pokemon win. I think it's Grookey, Scorbunny, and Still Sobble. fire Pokemon microwave. Sobble's best boy. He's cute. He, that's that's one that reminds me of um, Froakie. Kind of Froakie-ish. I don't know what he's going to evolve into. He, he kind of looks, looks like, like a, a tadpole, tadpole, right? Yeah, so he's probably going to... Froakie. Oh my god. Fuck Froakie. Fuck you, fucking good Scorbunny kind of just looks like an asshole. Like, the other two just look cute. He just looks like an asshole. People are like, if Scorbunny evolves into a fighting type, we riot. Another one? Yeah, another firefighting. You know what they need? They need that fire fucking... They need to just f f say fuck it, dude, and just make like a fire water. <laughs> I could see it being like fire and ground. Or fire and, um... No, fire and ground never go to get... Uh, fire and fairy? It has to be That'd types be that allow them to die to the other ones. Yeah, fire and ground would be quadruple super effective against water. water. Yeah. And then Grookey, I don't know what the fuck he's going to be. Maybe grass and fighting? Who's the monkey? All monkeys are, are fighting. They, are they adding a new type for this one? I don't know. They haven't said nothing. Okay. Then Sobble looks just water right now. He's cute. But that yellow, maybe he's going to be electric. Oh, that'd be really interesting. Pivotal. No, that makes him not fully effective to oh. grass. Unless Grookey's ground. Gra grass ground. I could see that. No, but that makes him uh, weak to water. So he'd be normal to water. <laughs> so no, that's probably not what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're, they're always... Well, no, because Torterra was grass and ground. Oh, yeah, he was, huh? Yeah. And he got... Uh, who was in the... Uh, the fucking fire monkey. Infernape. Well, yeah, who was the water one in that one? That, the water one was the most boring one in that line. It was, uh... Piplup and Pori. Oh, and Porion, yeah, yeah. Porion. Fuck you, Piplup. water steel, that's so dumb. But they say that there's gonna be like an armor mechanic, and that's why it's sword and shield. The fuck armor mechanic? I don't know. You know how it's like they do like, uh, a, there was like a Lolan forms or whatever? Yeah. So this one might be, what is the place called? Galar? Yeah. It's gonna be like Galar forms, and they'll be like armored or something? No, there's gonna be like. Because it's set in Europe. It's gonna be like King Arthur reference. It's set in Europe. Apparently, they've each been set in like oh, real I... life regions. What the fuck? What was the first one? I don't Japan? know. Let me look it up. Let me see. Pokemon real life regions. <laughs> Pokemon world in relation to real world. Bulbapedia. Alright. Pokemon joke tell. <laughs> Oh. There's a whole new world. Oh, it's Kanto's literally. Japan literally has a Kanto region. Yeah. Oh, really? That's hilarious. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Johto is. One of them. I forget which one's America. I think it's the Infernape. Right? X and Y's America? 
So J- J- uh, Johto is Japan as well. Okay, that, that makes sense. Can't tell Johto the other one. Uh, Hoenn is southernmost parts of Japan. Okay. Kyushu. Um, Shino is based in the northernmost major island of Japan. Okay. Oh, wait. And Russia? Pretty aggressive. Oh, no. There's an area that's in dispute between Russia and Japan. Uh, Unova is is based on New York City. That's mostly X-O-Y. Manhattan and part of the new and part of eastern New Jersey. Unova is excellent. Um, no, Unova is black and white. Really, that's the one saying America. That's kind of I guess. Oh no, like, Diamond and Pearl. Uh, I was gonna say black and white America. <laughs> Kalos is ba- based on the northern half of metropolitan France. Alola is based on Hawaii, obviously. Yeah. Alola. Alola. And then that's it. Then that one's supposedly Europe. Galler. Galler Galler, Galler Horn. Gajala. I am excited, but at the end of the day, it's Pokemon. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's, uh, yeah, but it's, it's Pokemon. So which one are you getting? Uh, Shield. I'm getting Shield. Why Shield? Because people are already saying how much they like Sword, and I want to be a different boy. I'll get Sword, then. I don't know. I can't decide. I don't even know if I'm going to play it. I just always get opposite him. I'm going to play it. I'll probably play it too. I'll play it just like a show on the armor mechanic. <laughs> How do you think this one's gonna sell compared to? Amazing! It's gonna be the highest selling Pokemon game ever. Compared it's the first to Let's one. Go, yep. it's the first one, the first regular one on Switch, right? Yep, it's gonna be the highest selling Pokemon game ever. Mark my words, internet. Highest selling. How do Let's Go did good though? Yeah, Let's Go did good, but this one's gonna be better. Do you think that they're gonna um, come out with any new accessories like? Like Got they it. did with the Pokeball. Do you think it's, a real life shield, real life sword. Do you think it's gonna have any <laughs> to fight your friends. compatibility with Pokemon Go? Yeah, I hope not. I don't think uh, maybe like a Pokemon Go Park or something where you can just drop take them. them out. Yeah, but I don't think it should be accessible Pokemon to use in the game. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not because I don't think po- Pokemon just got updated to Gen Four or yeah. Five. So like they're still way behind. You know, this is Gen 8. Good. So, I don't know, to be I, honest. That, I think Pokemon Go should always be completely distinct. Oh, 100%. From regular Pokemon. Yep. I would agree with that. But maybe we'll be, they're leaving, maybe the Let's Go line is going to be like a like a, yeah. a mystery dungeon or something, and it's going to keep going, and then that'll be their Pokemon Go tie-in thing. Well, I think Let's Go was a pretty clear introduction <clears throat> for these new generation the, the new generation yeah because let's go or well Pokemon go was easy for kids to learn and they loved it yeah so for them to kind of get the idea of like how to actually catch pokemon within a game i think that was something so it looks like they're getting rid of the catch mechanic from let's go which is oh thank amazing. god they're that getting rid of annoying. the um so they're gonna go back to grinding they're getting rid of the pokemon in the overworld so they're gonna go back to just... they're going back to pokemon yeah so which is good now, do we know anything about, like, a storyline? Is it going to be, like, cancerous, like, they're all dumb. sun and moon? They're, they're all dumb. They're all big dumb. No, Black and White was actually, like, an adult-themed. Like, the theme the theme behind it was adult-related. Like, well, it, was, it wasn't it was as hand-holdy. It wasn't well, as was kiddish. It? And that's why those ones didn't sell as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, Which I sucks! Think, yeah. I well, think for me... Make me, like, a dark-ass Pokemon game. For me, I think I'll wait until I see you guys play it and let me know if the story's there or not, because... If it's anything like... Well, you're playing Pokemon for the mechanics. That's what I want. Honestly. I don't want the story, like, <clears throat> that extended 
Well, if you're playing it for the mechanics, it's just like any fucking Final Fantasy game. Like a turn-based RPG where you can just get the text and go and play the game. Yeah, but it was annoying and when I tried to even play, what was it, Sun or Moon? Yeah, I good. hated it. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. You could tell they were running out of ideas. Or you can play Persona. Basically Pokemon, but with a story. With waifus. <laughs> yeah. Pokemon with waifus is Persona. Is it, you know, there's a Pokemon mod called Moemon. It's literally Pokemon, but they're like waifus. <laughs> and you catch the waifus? You catch oh, the waifus. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> fucking amazing. What a weird world we live in. Um... Well, yeah, I'm super excited for it, as always. Of course you are. Um, they could sell that shit for $120 and still buy it. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Um, They're also going to be releasing new line of TCG then? Yep, you know it. With whatever mechanic they got. Yes. Giving them full arts, boy. Yeah. Um, Nick, what it? What other games cut off for the Switch that you're excited for? It's like Crossing of Animals or something? Oh, Animal Crossing. I don't really know much about it. Have they even, like, given us any So what? Okay, I've never played Animal Crossing. He's never played Animal Crossing. What the hell is it? Is it just... It's just a game where you're a person that lives in a town and you collect shit. You go fishing. You go... I Why go do people hunting. like it so much? It I don't real? know. It's, it's so simulator? addicting. It, okay, so the first one that Would I ever played... you get married and have kids, too? No, not... I think that's Stardew Valley. Yeah, that's Stardew oh, okay. Valley, yeah. That I was, like, a good Stardew Valley. I get the Walmart stuff. Yeah. No, Animal Crossing is just fun-loving. Like, it's so... I don't know why it's addicting. I think the most addicting part for me was um, before they added the island to New Leaf and all that good shit. Beforehand, you had to stay on your... You can buy your own island? No, you. there was just an island where the tortoise that was originally the mayor, now you're the mayor in New Leaf, so he goes to an island to retire, essentially. So you can actually travel to the island where he lives and collect stuff that you can't normally get on your hometown. Um, so that aspect was cool. The only thing that I found was really annoying is that you could catch like more exotic. So what's the day in day? What's the like? Like in Pokemon, you're going, you're fighting trainers, you're catching Pokemon, you're raising them, you're You're leveling them up, you're trying to beat the elite four. Yeah, trying to beat the elite four. What the hell's the the point of Animal Crossing? What's the end game? Like what? What are you? So you like? Are you trying to make your town the biggest town ever? You trying to like make it prosperous? Yeah, a prosperous town. Like if you don't care about your town and you don't pick weeds every now and then, they overgrow. And then like I remember once I had this giant ugly plant pop up. I could not kill it to save my life, and it deterred new people from moving into my town. And so then you lose points. Not points, but like well, that's a you nasty lose ass weed. I'm not moving here. It's like, yeah, it's it's no, weird. Okay, so <laughs> I don't really know what the whole point is. The whole point is just to keep building your town, I guess. But like for me, it was more of I has wanna... that how all of them been, or was that just New Leaf? I felt like all of them have been that way. You just keep building your town. So, so it's you the have Sims. A... No. Nintendo Sims, essentially. Maybe I don't know. It's so difficult to explain. But like, so when you move in. <clears throat> Um, it's different how you move in each time. It's something that I find is very odd. Like, the first time you show up, you're just someone that just moved there. Randomly. You're a villager. Um, and then in New Leaf, you're the mayor. So you just show up and all of a sudden you're a mayor. And you have to make this town perfect. You get to build bridges and you get to make all kinds of weird shit to make the town better. Anyways, I feel like the purpose... And is it like... Is it like those phone games where you're like... I'm gonna build a bridge. Okay, the bridge will be done in four hours in real time. No, it's fucking annoying, actually. You you have to go in and talk to this lady named Isabel, and then she's like, all right, here's the plans for the bridge that you want to build. That's the smash bitch, right? Yeah. Um, and here's the plans that you, oh, you so know, nice. that this is how much how many bells it's gonna cost 
for us to build this fucking bridge, right? So then you're like, okay, let me go plant this sign next to where I want my bridge to be. And the villagers can donate, which they never fucking do, because if they do, it's only like maybe five bells. Like, bitch, come on now, you have more than five fucking bells. And you end up <laughs> paying for this whole bridge to be fucking built anyway. Well, you're the fucking mayor. It's so expensive. No, it's just the free willy nilly. Like, everybody cool. does their own shit. Like, bitch, you wanna live here? The whole point. The whole point. Ten bells every day. And then they're out there protesting. (laughs) Taxation is theft. Oh my gosh. The whole point (laughs) is to build your house (laughs) and build it bigger every time you pay off the payment of your house. It's like literally you pay a payment on your house and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. It's literally it's day to day, like day in day out in real life. So you're the mayor. You fund this whole goddamn town yourself. Yeah, essentially. They don't even pay rent. The messed up part is you have a museum. You find art pieces for that museum. You find bugs to put in the museum. You find fish to put in the museum. So that means every component that goes in that museum is something that you fucking did. So it's like an accomplishment. So you're literally literally the god of this town. Essentially. you make statues of yourself? I don't know. I've never done that. I don't know. Maybe. I'm sure. What did you name your town? I've named it. I've named it like um, New Donk City. I think I've made, named one Galveston because I was in love with Galveston when I was a kid. And then um, so they'd be out the there latest like, one that I made Galveston in, is with unfair. my DS was... Nicole's, uh, in, Nicole's there. in there. Oh, what's Standing the name? Standing at the concession. Do you remember the place <laughs> that, that, that island that my mom went to? Uh, St. Croix. So I named the last one St. Croix because it was like a little island place. St. Croix. The most annoying part though is like when you first arrive, you have these fruits that grow on the trees and they're native to your area. So you, you can't get other so fruits you and you Joseph trade with other where people. Where I gave stuff one day talking about a fat oh, hippo. Fuck. What does that mean? It was the fat hippo that moved into my town. And you, can you like make it to where you can don't you want the fat hippo in you your You can hand? actually piss them off. This is the funniest part. You can, uh, there's these things that you can buy or find. They're called pitfall seeds. And you dig a hole and you put them in there and it like almost looks like an X on the, the ground. I think those are in Smash. Yeah. Oh yeah, they are. Um. Anyways, so you can dig those and put them in the ground and someone like can come out anywhere or wherever they're walking and they fall into it. So you just trapped it. this bitch's house? I trapped them inside <laughs> like where their door is. You can dig like up to oh, like four holes and then they get trapped in their house and then they get pissed and leave. How do they leave? I don't know, but Their they house do. just disappears? Yeah, the next day they're they're gone. And then like you get sad letters from them sometimes. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill myself. You made me... You made me starve. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. yeah. I changed my name from Angry Hippo to Sad Hippo. I think the coolest thing, though, is, like, during certain seasons of, like, actual life, you have seasons there, too. And Autumn. Yeah, and, and you can, like, catch certain bugs during that time and certain fish, depending on the time of day. And Do you have, like, a sleep meter, a hunger meter, and a thirst no, meter? No, which is so wonderful. And you can randomly eat fruit for no fucking reason. It does nothing for you. You just eat it. It's gone. No, did nothing for you. Does nothing. The, does the town have like a... Do you need to create a certain amount of food for the town? Nope. I'm telling you, it's so easy. I don't it's understand like the mo- what the point of the game is. There's really... I don't think there's a point. I'm pretty sure I put this exact thing on my phone. It's, it's like so much game. fun though. Just paying off your rent. Oh my god. To build your it house. It gives you that feeling of like accomplishment. It does. Yeah. It really does though. Like and when you catch a shark for the first time, you're like, oh my fucking god. I remember when you started playing it on the 3DS, right? you like, I forgot to pay my rent. <laughs> yeah, because if you do by a certain time, Tom next closed, you can't fucking pay your rent. 
<laughs> and then you gotta wait a whole day for but him to the build damn, the goddamn but, house. But you're the fucking mayor of the city. It doesn't matter. Tom Nook builds everything. Tom Nook is, he's the one. He's the loan shark. That, he's the loan shark. You pay him for shit in his shop that you buy from him, and then you pay him to build your house. Literally, he, yeah. If you, wait, if you don't, making all the if money. you don't need food, what do you need money for? To build shit or to buy shit. The whole point is to make your house as big as you can possibly make it and then put shit inside the house so you can decorate everybody has like rooms that are specific for certain things can you see other people's houses yes okay so you can go into your neighbor's houses if they're there okay, what up no if no, no, no. like there, i'm saying like could you see joseph's house yeah if i went to his town oh, oh. so you can barely everybody their has their own town but like, you have to can you leave messages at their town like this town's a shithole Shithole town, like yeah, Trump. Yeah, they have like a, a board. They have a <laughs> no board one likes these shithole countries. They have a board next to their train station where you can like pin notes and stuff. Your town sucks ass, pin. <laughs> yeah. Sign this next name. But the only thing is, you have to have like that person's permission to come into town. Can you plant pinfall seeds in other people's towns? Yes. Oh, that's oh awesome. The coolest thing though is like stealing fruit from them. Not stealing, but like taking fruit to plant inside your town because then your town becomes like. This central place okay, where you so can get you've fruit. said that previous Animal Crossing games weren't good. What made them not good? Because it doesn't seem like that. it's that hard. I didn't say that. No, you said like the GameCube one's the best one. Why? To me, it was just. I Is don't, it just nostalgia? The customization of the town and or not the town, but the house. The music is really good. And They're fucking. The way the camera angle was was me. so good. <laughs> <laughs> When they're talking, Tom looks like, you owe me 500 bucks. He doesn't say anything. This is what he sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I liked the, the GameCube one is because like you could have multiple characters out there that live in the same town and they were in like this circle. Nintendo just has the most beloved franchises. For like no reason. And they like never mess up, never mess them up. Like Square Enix has beloved franchises and they fuck them. Yeah, did Dragon Quest, the World Trees Woe, and the Blight Below. Oh, yeah. Amazing title for a game, shit ass game. Yeah, it was. Well, what a name. I mean, for me, like, <laughs> there's been. I'll never run. forget that you name, dude. Rise. Yeah, the World Trees Woe and the Blight Below, dude. You can't forget that name, but it was ass. Top Fantasy 15. Exactly, they just ruined their thing, and Nintendo is just so meticulous with their shit. There's some like, aspects, though, that I don't releasing like. releasing the Metroid game because it's not good. I don't know what meticulous. Like, for instance, the Amiibos that they Except came Mario out with Party. were absolutely fucking pointless. Pointless. You go to a guy that's in the woods, and you use your little Amiibo thing, and then he's like, here's all the things that you can buy that this person likes. Like, this is their house theme. Oh, so you You have to buy an Amiibo! buy shit for yes! you? Uh, <laughs> I know. It fucking Hopefully they fix that in the next one. That really pissed me off. That's like, uh, and they made Happy Home Designers, which was just a home design that game, That one right? gave me fucking a migraine. It was so horrible. I didn't like it. Imagine naming a shit Happy Home Designers and thinking it well said, but... I mean, I Isn't guess that it's cool Isn't made by the same people like... who made uh, Kirby? No. Isn't it made by Hell Laboratory? I don't think so. I don't know. I have no idea. Kirby has only... Kirby makes Kirby and they make Smash. Oh, that's it? Hmm. Animal Crossing is the same uh, team as the... What's the other one? Um, it's very similar to Animal, Animal Crossing. It's a Nintendo game? Yeah. The only thing I think it was Harvest Moon. Speaking Harvest of Moon. staring at your Switch... Oh, yeah. Now you can put it up to your face. 
So with you can lava, play, with cardboard. You can play with cardboard in virtual reality, too. <laughs> so, I mean, they kind of did that with the first one with the robot. I mean, yeah. I, I, we knew it was coming. So, but the thing that's you, interesting... But what can you do with it? Yeah, like, so, Beat Saber is cool because you're in that world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're in there, dude. You put mm. the headset on, you're not, you're not in reality yeah. anymore. You're in the Beat Saber world. So, Nintendo Labo is going to come out with two kits. There's going to be the variety kit, which comes with everything, which I'm Again? sure that's with everything, yes. So, that's variety kit, variety kit related to the VR. So, that's going to have every VR thing that you How can possibly How much is it? I don't know. I don't think they put a price point on it yet. It says April Yeah, it's $79.99. I don't... I think it's going to be more than that. No, that's what they said. Oh, okay. So, then they have the basic starter kit, which And you comes, build it? Yes. Yes, you have to build everything. What can you play? Nintendo, what is up with your fetishization of fucking Labo? Listen, I think it's cool. It's fun. It's fun for kids, for sure. It's like Legos. I think what's most annoying is that parents just assume that it's fucking cardboard. It's not. You're paying for the game. And the cardboard's cheap as shit. Let's be real. Um, I just think it's a weird concept. The first thing that they're coming out with is the variety kit and then the starter kit. The starter kit's going to allow you to build the VR headset part, and then it comes with a blaster. I don't really know what the fucking blaster does. Then they're going to add the um, expansion kits, so you get to choose which expansions you want. So if you don't want, like, certain pieces of the variety kit, you can just buy the the separate ones. So that way you're not spending as much money. Um, But you're still going to get the full content of the game. Um, Which is what? Which is everything, I'm assuming. So there's no camera, so it can't track your movement, obviously. It's no, it only, can. Only in the accelerometer, right? Somehow it can track your movement with the um, the red laser from the, what is it, the right or left joy What tracks your movement? I don't the know. The switch? I'm assuming. The, the well, okay, so let's say, it. that's like, for instance, Just Dance. It tracks your movement when you're Just Dance, like... Yeah, that's the, the Joy-Cons. I'm saying like, okay, like Beat Saber knows where I my body is. Like because and my oh, arms. it's not gonna know where your body yeah. is. No, so it's, it's, it's all within the distance VR. of your hands. Like it's all in front of you. It's so not gonna be something that's a camera away. It's like all in front of you. So I wonder what they're gonna do. Limited with it. VR then. Yeah, very limited. So they're making the first expansion kit that comes with just or that you can get separately uh, without the variety kit stuff is uh, a camera and an elephant. I'm not really sure what those do, other than the camera is obviously gonna take pictures of some sort. And then um, they, the the second one that they're coming out with is the bird and the wind pedal. The I don't know what they do. I don't know how much I would trust a piece of cardboard holding my Switch in front of my face. Yeah, it looks kind of rickety because if you look here on this picture, it's like it just looks like there's a piece of cardboard that's in I front of it. You play that fucking piano? That shit was tight. It was pretty uh, tight. That, that piano was fucking this cool. shit was fucking... And this... people have made some cool shit. Yeah, they have. But, I and mean, some weird shit. I don't even want to know. I, I wish they kind of went into depth as to what it was. Of course it, it, was. <laughs> of course it <laughs> I love this world, dude. I love it. Yeah, it's coming out April 12th. If, let, just, Nintendo, if you're going to dabble into VR, Legend of Zelda should be your priority. Right at the top. Because being able to play Breath of the Wild in VR. What, you okay? Yeah, I hit the microphone. Oh. Breath of the Wild, right at the tip top. Playing that shit in VR would be amazing. Yeah, it would. Oh, okay. So the the regular starter kit's gonna be thirty nine ninety nine, and then the VR whole kit is seventy nine ninety nine. So I mean, did are they saying how much the separate tiny kits are gonna? Wait. Be? So you're telling me they're saying they're calling it? I thought it was a completely different headset. Are you telling me it's VR? <laughs> but like. Uh, yeah, it's a cardboard. Piece. The switch. Yes. <laughs> you put your switch in it, dude. And you're, <laughs> 
Your switch is in front of your face. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand how that's going to be like a VR. You could like duct tape that shit to your head. Didn't your kid, didn't your parents tell you when you were young, like, don't sit too close to the TV? And now you literally have the switch right here. You know people in Japan are going to be riding the bus that shit's going to be... The funny thing is, it looks like uh, the screen, like they, when you put it, the, I'm assuming that the cartridge does something to the screen to where it looks like the, like when you look into the actual VR headset, um, it looks like it turns into like the the ball part that your eyes oh, okay. go on. What was the name of that um, rhythm game that you played on your phone? Scientist. Scientist. Why was it like a movement rhythm game? It was just you tap it. Oh, well, that's lame. It's cool. Rhythm Heaven for the 3DS was awesome. Yeah. That shit was my fucking jam. Fuck rhythm. That shit got hard. Yeah, because you're just not that rhythmatic. Thank you. Is that the right word? You're getting better. Um, I guess that's it, right? That's it. That's it for this week. Um, Unfortunately, yes. We didn't get to talk about Beat Saber. I forgot. Again. Let's talk about that next Beat Saber? It's great. Buy it. Fr- Dino Frontier? Free, right? They free? always got free? Damn it. I paid three ninety nine for that. Three ninety nine. Dino it Frontier. It was on sale. I don't think it's on sale What right the hell is Dino Frontier? Play it. Because you'll get motion sickness. Did you ever watch Indian in the Cupboard? What? Did you ever watch Indian in the Cupboard? No, he's never watched that. It's not his time frame. He's a 90s kid. I don't think he would have watched that, though. It was something that was presented to me in a non... It was... I watched it like, in school. school. Yeah, but that wasn't presented to me in school. It was presented to me... That's weird, because you're from Oklahoma. You think they would show you Indian in the Cupboard in no, school. No, they showed me fucking Mixer.com slash the Dombros. Twitter.com slash the Dombros. Twitch.tv slash the dumb bros. We're live. Twitch.tv slash nick. Instagram.com slash the dumb bros. Mixer.com slash the dumb I already bros. said that. Instagram, oh. nisnacksneak. Anything else? And Twitter. And dis- no. Follow me on Twitter. Not Discord. Um, YouTube, iTunes. I want to see those Prime subs. Sub on YouTube and please sub on the podcast apps. It helps. Apple. Makes it look like we're actually doing this and people are actually listening. Uh, five star review on Apple. You can leave reviews on Apple? Mm-hmm. Top five, top five, top five. Five star review. And we'll read them, I swear. Uh, Send us your toe pics. Don't do that. Um, no toe pics, please. That's it. Send your toe pics to bowbutch31 at gmail.com. Uh, they probably don't even know how to spell bowbutch. <laughs> 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 Later. All right. Peace.